The following program is a paid presentation. The views and or opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of KWAM. Jim Shoemaker and Jason Harrington are registered representatives and investment advisor representatives of Securian Financial Services, Inc., securities dealer, member FNIRA, SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Shoemaker Financial is independently owned and operated and is not affiliated with any of the companies mentioned in this show. Welcome to the Variety Hour, where local leaders talk Memphis. Listen to you, move your mouth, I bet you come from way down south. Now don't tell me, let me guess, you're from the town that I love best. Talk Memphis, I wish you would. Talk Memphis, you sound so good. Talk Memphis, high on the bluff, I swear I can't get enough. Welcome to Talk Money. And now here's your host, Jim Shoemaker. Good morning and welcome to Talk Money. Talk Money is about insurance and stocks and bonds, retirement and investment planning. Of course, it's all about talk and all about money. It's everything financial. Our guests bring their insights and perspectives about the topic, their topic of expertise. Remember, planning is not about the plan. It's about the results. Well, you know, last couple of weeks, we've been kind of giving you some ideas or some predictions. And here's one prediction that came out in July of 2017. Dr. James Canton, CEO of the Institute of Global Futures in San Francisco. You ready for this? He has predicted the following six things will no longer exist within 10 years, a decade, he says. Keys, parking meters, cash, brick-and-mortar banks, TVs, and telephones. He says that, of course, that's NBC News that reported that. That's a pretty interesting thought process is all of a sudden we're going to walk away from banks, the brick and mortar banks and TVs, even telephones. Of course, do you remember ever going up into the, you're maybe in the airport and you went up and had to make a phone, you had to go to the phone booth? That's a thing that's, of course, going away. You don't see that too much in, in airports anymore. Well, we got another prediction for you. With oil being at $44 a barrel in September of 2016, you got the RBC's global head, this is from CNBC, of commodity strategy, Mr. Helena Croft, and that's pretty good pronouncing there, predicted the price of oil would rise to $60 a barrel in 2017. And guess what? Oil closed $60.12 on 12-29-17. So what we're trying to say to you is, bottom line, some predictions, Maybe they're true, maybe not. Some predictions come along and we just kind of work with them. We never try to predict the future because no one knows the future except sovereign creator of the universe. And that means we have no clue. We just go with what we got. Well, today's program, my guest, Dr. Chuck Wood, he's a dentist here in the Memphis area and Ben Taylor, the local missions pastor of Bellevue Baptist Church. They're here to discuss an event that's coming up in the Memphis area. You don't want to, you want to find out, you don't want to miss this, the third annual mission of Mercy. They'll tell you more about that outreach of the city of Memphis when they're on the program. In the second half, my guest is Jason Harrington. He's going to help us understand three ways an advisor can add value to you. While you're listening to, of course, Talk Money, I'm Jim Shoemaker. We're glad to have you with us today. Stay with us because we've got a ton going on today. This is Talk Money. We'll be right back after this. Be sure to like us on Facebook. Just search Shoemaker Financial. We'll be right back with Talk Money after this. Dave, what are you doing? Just sending a gift to Dave2037. Who? Me in the future. I save a little money from every paycheck as a gift to Dave2037, so he can spend it on things like anti-gravity boots or a hologram Doberman. 
Something cool like that. I think Dave2037 deserves it. He worked hard. What are you getting Steve2037? I guess I was thinking Steve2037 would just fend for himself. Well, alright. But don't expect to be borrowing my anti-gravity boots. You want to have money in your future? You gotta start saving now. Putting some money from every paycheck into a savings account or contributing to your 401k can make a big difference later. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. For free ideas and easy ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. Hey, let's just hope Steve2037 doesn't get his hands on a cold time machine because he is going to come back here and knock some sense into you. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. The Bailey Law Firm knows we are all aging. As we age, our concerns and needs change. An updated estate plan will give you peace of mind regarding your family and future. Your will is about your wishes and not always about your wealth. What are your wishes? Please call the Bailey Law Firm at 843-2760 or visit them at thebaileylawfirm.com. Today is the youngest you will ever be. Let the Bailey Law Firm help you. The Bailey Law Firm, estate planning, elder law, and pro. It's what they do. This material represents an assessment of the market environment at a specific point in time and is not intended to be a forecast of future events or a guarantee of future results, research, investment advice, or a recommendation to purchase or sell security. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. And now back to Talk Money with your host, Jim Shoemaker. Well, as I told you earlier, our guest today is Dr. Chuck Wood. He is a dentist here in the Memphis and Mid-South area, and uh, he's going to be talking about the same thing that Ben Taylor, who is the local missions pastor of Bellevue Baptist Church, they've been working on this project for the last couple of years, and it has become a tremendous success, and we know it as the Mission of Mercy. It takes place at Bellevue Baptist Church, and of course, it's uh, obviously, if it's Dr. Chuck Wood, with a, he's a dentist. It's got to have something to do with dental care. Well, stay with us because you're going to learn a lot about what's going on in Memphis and why it's so important for you to know about Mission of Mercy. As you know, about once a month, we try to invite some ministry work into the studio and talk about what's going on. Well, that's the purpose today. Guys, welcome to the program. Thank you for having us. Good to be here, Jim. Uh, Chuck, let me start with you. I mean, well, let me do this. I guess you're the dentist involved, so I'll I'll hold off for just a second. Let me do this, Ben. What is Bellevue Baptist Church, big church? um, You're the local missions pastor and Mission of Mercy. Describe it to me. Well, you know, about 10 years ago, our pastor, Dr. Steve Gaines, he had his heart, um, and out of his heart came this, uh, really, this ministry called Bellevue Loves Memphis. Um, and that really has two facets to it. We go out in our t- community and serve, but we also have opened up the doors of our church um, for such things as school graduations, um, teacher programming, and other things like that, where ministries or organizations can come in, use our facilities, um, uh, really at just a facility, no, with no facility charge, free of cost, um, and just a way to really help the community that way. And so when we host graduations, there's minimal cost to the schools. Um, and so this is kind of one of those kind of opportunities. Uh, the Memphis Dental Society came uh, to us uh, really at the request of uh, Chuck Wood to see if, that we, if we would be interested in hosting the Mid-South Mission of Mercy. Uh, it was probably in December of 2014. Well, between 2014 and 2015, we planned and had our first Mission of Mercy um, on, uh, in February of 2016. And uh, what we saw was just an amazing opportunity for about uh, 2,100 
community members come and have free dental care. And it's really created an opportunity for Memphis Dental Society to partner up with our church. They raise the funds. They provide the dentist to make sure that everything is done uh, in a professional way. And we help with general volunteers and the facilities. Well, let me ask this, Chuck. You, you're you're the you're the the dentist that is as is, is Ben was saying. You approach the the church, and uh, this has been a, a kind of a passion for you for a long time. So help me with this. What what are we actually doing? Well, on you know uh, a satellite perspective, it's mid Southerners helping mid Southerners. Then you bring it down a little uh, more focused, and it's uh, taking care of the needs, the dental needs of people that fall through the cracks, and that's what the mission of Mercy is about. Um, I've been involved uh, probably for 12 years. We did 10 of them in Arkansas before we did the first in, in Memphis, and uh, uh, it was something that uh, uh, I felt like the, uh, the dentist in Memphis would like to, uh, to get involved with, and I talked to Mitch Godad, who was the president of the Memphis Dental Society then, and he wanted to have have a function where uh, the dentists did things together. Instead of just playing golf or something like that, which excludes a lot of people, we all do dentistry, and uh, this would bring the uh, dental community together. And along with that, help Memphians. You know, when you, when you say that, I have had the privilege of being a volunteer. And so, Ben, how many, how many volunteers do you actually bring together for this event? To make it all happen, we need uh, probably about thirteen to fifteen hundred volunteers. Um, when I think our first year we had seventeen hundred volunteers, and so it's an amazing opportunity to see our community come together to serve our community, and it really has been a blessing. That's amazing. So, if you're looking at fifteen to seventeen hundred volunteers, Chuck, how many how many people come through the line to? To be taken care of now. Let me let me stop it. Well, yes. First of all, how many people, and then what are you doing? I mean, what's what's actually happening with Miss University? Well, this uh, we'll see approximately twenty two hundred people, uh, give or take a few. And uh, what we're doing is we're treating needs. We're not necessarily treating wants, but we're treating needs. Uh, you know, some people uh, have had teeth that are bothering them for years. They don't have the financial means uh, to. Uh, to get that taken care of. A lot of people are, uh, they don't smile because uh, uh, they're embarrassed of their teeth. And so what we're trying to do is we're trying to, uh, to uh, bring back joy in their lives where they can smile and alleviate pain. Um, it's estimated that if a person goes to the emergency room for toothache, it's going to run about $900 to $1,000. And they'll get a prescription, but it won't alleviate the pain. It'll come back. But with this uh, mission of mercy, we'll be able to take care of that problem permanently. And uh, that's, you know, that's the value here. So we actually do dentistry. It's not just a screening. Okay. All right. So uh, I know my local, my personal dentist is involved. You, how many dentists? You, you talk about fifteen to 1,700 volunteers. Is that including dentists, Ben? That is including dentists. Okay. Uh, our hope is to have about 200 dentists. Uh, there, when all is said and done, we'll have about 120 dental chairs that need to be filled with dentists and hygienists. And that's amazing. Now, I, I have, I mean, Chuck, when you mentioned the smiles or the change of the pain, I've witnessed helping a person get through this screening and ultimately to the dentist that solves that particular problem that I know they couldn't afford. It is amazing to see the change in their expressions and what's going on with them. 
Can you describe that, what you see, Chuck, from, from your perspective as the dentist? Well, you know, um, pretty much all the dentists, we, we treat people uh, uh, in our offices, but uh, we can't treat everyone. We have to make a living, too. But, um, you know, I, I guess the story the first year, and, and you were involved in this a little bit, was uh, uh, you brought me a little Hispanic family. There were uh, two, uh, three kids and a mom and a dad. And this little nine-year-old girl, I'm guesstimating her age, and, and uh, she looked at me with those big brown eyes and said, said can you help my mom? Mm. And, uh, it's, you know, it's, it, you know it, I get choked up about it because uh, the parents did not, did not communicate in English. Uh, and then uh, actually uh, uh, up walked uh, my buddy from Arkansas, uh, oh. Hussein Bashiri, at the perfect time, I think God set God that took up. care of all that. Yep, set that up, and uh, and uh, the mom smiled, and she was missing a front tooth. Yep, and uh, Hussein took her over, and we gave her a set of teeth. And uh, you know, I think about that little girl often, and uh, I think any time that she she goes by um, those crosses out at Bellevue, uh, she thinks about uh, uh, they helped my mom. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like I said, it's, it's, uh, uh, it's not a money thing. It's uh, let's do it for the, for the pure reason of helping people. Well, you guys have said it, Miffians helping Miffians, and that's so critical. Now, what you just tuned in, I'm talking with Ben Taylor and Chuck Wood, Dr. Chuck Wood of the Wood Dental Group here in town. We're talking about Mission of Mercy. Uh, ben, when does Mission of Mercy take place? And I know it's coming up on Friday, um, but you said it's, it's, this is the third annual. Who it's it starts Friday Saturday. It's mm-hmm. all day Friday and all day Saturday. That's tomorrow. I mean the day after tomorrow, and and you know that from that standpoint. Here's the point I want to ask though: um, Who can do this? Anybody can do this. Um, if you are someone that is in need of dental care, um, there is no financial screening or requirements to come. Uh, it is first come first serve. All the services are uh, completely free. We will offer cleanings, extractions, and fillings. Um, and we will basically meet your greatest need. Um, so it's for those individuals that will have no access to dental care throughout the rest of the year. If you, have, um, if you are interested in volunteering, um, we need all types of volunteers, not just dental volunteers. Uh, if you know how to hold somebody's hand and comfort them while they may be a little nervous, that's the type of people that's that we need. That's a great volunteer, yes, by sir. the way, because that's... Uh... Just helping a person through the line. There's a. It is pretty massive. It is a little intimidating because there's 2,000, 2,200 people. Mm-hmm. And so it's having that smiling face, having that greeter, having that person that says, let me help you get through the line is so, so critical. It's exactly right. And we'll, we'll see patients that maybe have not had dental care for decades. And so a trip to the dentist, and especially in an overwhelming uh, place like that, can be very, um, uh, very alarming to them and so a calming person and we have patient guides that will guide that patient from beginning to end and you'll have opportunities just to minister and talk to them will children be taken care of chuck will we be taking care of children yes we uh we take care of uh, a lot of children a lot of children uh, like i said fall through the cracks and uh that family i was talking about earlier uh, those children had been treated probably had about uh the whole family probably had about twenty five hundred dollars worth of dentistry done that day the only requirement for children uh, is you, uh, if the adult and the child are going to be treated, there needs to be two adults because we uh, don't have daycare. It's 
Somebody has to be with the child at all times. Somebody has to stay with the child. If one parent's being treated, somebody needs to stay with the children. Then if the children's being treated, they need this parent needs to be there for that purpose also. Absolutely. So we need to keep that in mind. Well, all right. If if you're looking at it, you said procedures. There's there's you can have a tooth pulled. I mean, what what can I expect as a patient? What what's going to happen? Now, here I am. I'm going to show up at. Uh, it starts at what time? Eight o'clock. So I get there about eight o'clock, and we're going to have to have a wait, or what's going on? We start early. We start at six. <laughs> but uh, that's uh, right. What uh, you, you're given the opportunity, you have to choose whether you want uh, your teeth cleaned, uh, a filling, or extraction. Uh, you can come back the next day and get back in line. Uh, but we have to kind of what I call share the love. Uh, you know, we we spend time with everyone, but we can't uh, spend all our time with one person. So that's uh, you know that's critical. Uh, we will have dentists. Everyone will get a, a dental exam, x-rays, and uh, the dentist will uh, talk to you about maybe what's most important if you can't decide. So uh, that's part of our triage program. So uh, You know, I think it's important because I don't want this to sound like a um, an assembly line or, you know, like you're going through a, uh, you know, just it's like a you're hurting people through and just yanking teeth or whatever. You're, you're, you're actually taking the time to, to talk with the patient, spend the time what's best for them, and you're, you're actually the patient's getting a, a dental procedure or con- consult to where they're actually going to end up being treated. Right, that's exactly right. Um, again, w- they will walk through and they will determine exactly what the greatest need is, and they'll help meet that need if possible. Um, what's awesome to think about is these are really – the, the best dentist that our community has to offer. Um, and it's amazing to see them take their time off and come and be able to, um, to get, give, get free You know, that's so care. important, Ben, that you say that. These, the dentists aren't paid. This is, right, they, the hygienists aren't paid. They're volunteers like mm-hmm. the guy that's greeting the patient and exactly grabbing right. their hand. So that's critical. This is truly Memphisian, Memphians that are professionals that are out there every day seeing their patients, but for this two-day period, it is a mission of mercy. It right. is literally the outreach of the church, even though these people may not belong to Bellevue. In fact, you'd right. say majority of them may not belong to right. Bellevue. Right, absolutely. So yeah. it's just people really reaching out, embracing their city, showing the love of Christ, showing what we do for each other. And that is absolutely one of the most important things about the mission of mercy, not just treating teeth, right. but for people to see that, hey, this is a caring group of people. I actually had a patient one year that I was taking through that just literally would said, I can't believe this place. It actually said, I sense a difference. Mm-hmm. And we're in the gyms, you know, yep. the, the the Grace Building and yep. four big basketball courts. But it sure doesn't look like basketball mm-hmm. courts for those two days. Where does equipment come from? The uh, equipment comes from what, a foundation that's called America's Dentist Cares Foundation. Um, and the Memphis Dental Society, they raised the money. And they rent that equipment to bring it here from, I believe, Kansas City, Wichita, Kansas. Wichita, Kansas. Um, and so, and so, it goes all over the nation. And we actually are the only ones uh, in the state of Tennessee, but it goes all over the nation, and we rent that. So, each Tennessee, year. Memphis is the only city in the city, state that does this that I know of. Yes, sir. That's a good thing for Memphis. Put that on our check. That on yeah. our list. And definitely. what's neat to think about is Arkansas. It's a state event, and for for Tennessee, it's just a Mid-South event, a yeah. Memphis event. And so not all this dentists come from all over Tennessee. Right. It's really mainly, mainly uh, right here. in the tri-state area. Yeah. 
people caring about people. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess my my question, if we're thinking about this, um, the cost. You said they raised money, mm-hmm. so I need to make sure everybody understands. If you can, you know, give a couple of hundred dollars to this, right. they give it to. How do they do that? They can go on our website www.midsouthmissionofmercy.org, and there is a donate button. Um, what we basically we try to raise two hundred thousand dollars. That helps rent the equipment. It helps to um, get all the dental supplies that we need in order to make everything happen um, as far as tent rentals and all kinds of other things that we have going on. All right, the guys, the proverbial question that everybody's thinking as they're listening to this program, uh, what's the value, Chuck? What, 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 is, what actually happens and as far as the treatment, the patient being taken care of? What are we seeing? What, what value is all this two days? Well, I think... Uh, I mean, you know, if you, you look at the statistics, uh, we probably do a million, almost a million and a half a year. Uh, but the true value is, is the individual. Uh, if this individual does not uh, stay up with a toothache, he doesn't miss work, uh, his teeth look better so he can get a job, that's the true value. It's a, it's a one, one-on-one value more so than the big statistic uh, of how, how much and how many. Uh, you know, Ben was talking about the cost uh, a minute ago, the $200,000. Uh, something we forget, we feed uh, 1,000 people a day that come through there, breakfast and lunch. Yep. And uh, this costs money. And uh, I'm involved with the uh, ADCF Corporation that he mentioned. And you, you go all over the country, and, and uh, these guys run a tighter ship than anybody I've seen. Uh, I was I was teasing one of them the other day. I said, I said, you know, you're the only place that that uses the heel of the bread and flips it over and camouflages it. <laughs> I, I said, I said, you know, most most people are not that tight. But uh, uh, at the end of the day, it's a sandwich. It, it's 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 a sandwich. But uh, these guys are frugal with their money. But uh, it does cost uh, uh, about two hundred thousand dollars to do the project and. Uh, you know, we're not funded by the state. It's just uh, people. Uh, I mean, in fact, the dentists give probably about seventy thousand of it, and uh, um, Delta Dental of uh, Tennessee gives about twenty-five. And that's probably our largest donor. But it comes from uh, it comes from everybody. And you know, I would encourage you if uh, if you think that this might be something you want to do or want to see, just come by and watch and watch. see what's going on. And it'll touch your heart. Yeah, no question about that. Well, guys, uh, you know, this is talk money, and uh, so I look at it from two things. First of all, you are affecting people, and I have, Chuck, experienced those that come in and were not smiling, and when they're ultimately done, they have a smile on their face because their teeth are fixed or cleaned or something. It does change a person's personality when they can smile. But for $200,000 investment, guys, it's what your your number, Ben, Mm -hmm. to see people affected 1.5 to 1.6 million. That's not a bad investment, guys. That's a pretty, but you're changing lives too. Mm -hmm. We do have the opportunity to share Jesus. We do have an opportunity to show the love of Christ. And I think we can't take that and just say, well, that's just icing. No, that is the fundamental. That's the cornerstone of what you're doing as the missions pastor at Bellevue. Right. We meet physical needs in the hopes of gaining the opportunity just to show and share the love of Christ. You know, you mentioned Dr. Gaines, and the reality is his heart, Bellevue Loves Memphis, was to take the love of Christ into the city mm-hmm. and do—I mean, I put grass on a, on a football field. Right. You know, I've, I've 
fix the floor, you know. So we're not talking about just standing on the corner and witnessing. Right. We're talking about taking Christ out into the public. It's putting action to our faith. Yeah. It's going out and doing and showing the love of Christ. It's really an amazing opportunity to see the people of God just serve their neighbor. Absolutely, absolutely. Chuck, you want to? Yeah, let me let me uh, jump in too. And it's it's uh, the event is held at Bellevue, but it's not just a Bellevue right. project. Uh, we have uh, first of van brings barbecue over. There you go. And uh, so you know it's uh, uh, we're we're bringing we're bringing all of Memphis together. Right. It's uh, uh, you know it's 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 not just uh, just one group. It's uh, we want everybody to participate. Bellevue has the infrastructure and the the uh, facilities. Uh, you know when I looked at it uh, when I looked at it, I said this is this is where this thing needs to be. And uh, uh, but it is all the churches. It is yeah. the churches of the Mid-South, and it is mm-hmm. Christians coming together, showing the love of Christ. It is the reality of meeting the needs of Memphians, and Memphians doing that on behalf of what we can do for other people. Anything else, Ben? No, I think we've covered it. Well, guys, I, I appreciate you coming in. I'm looking forward to it. It's uh, Friday and Saturday. You can go online to Mission of Mercy if you'd like to do- donate, and you can call the church if you want to find out. But now let me make sure everybody understands. If you're planning on going in and getting started at 6, you can't just show up at 6. The line's going to be, well, I've watched that line get pretty quick, and Chuck, you make that decision. At some point in time, that's the cut of the line, and you have to come back the next day. And that's important for people to know. So don't hesitate. If you're planning on going, you need to be there on time. You're listening to Talk Money. Of course, this is The Voice. You're listening to FM 107.9 and AM 990, The Voice, talk radio from Memphis and the Mid-South. Thanks, guys, for being a part of the program today. I appreciate you very much. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us, Jim. Mission of Mercy. Don't miss it. Starts Friday morning. You don't want to be a part of me. You want to be a part. So bottom line is you don't want to miss it. We'll be back right after this. Podcasts for Talk Money are available for iOS mobile devices in the iTunes store. Just search Shoemaker Financial. We'll be right back with Talk Money after this. The Osgood File. This is Charles Osgood. In Colorado, there's a group of cyclists that call themselves a social club with a cycling problem, as you'll hear after this. I adopted Bento in 2010 from a shelter. This cat makes me make art. He's always motivating me to draw pictures of him. He just is motivating artistically. He's my best friend, but a lot of people know him as Keyboard Cat. Keyboard Cat, YouTube star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Our CBS News colleague Barry Peterson took a spin with the Sticky Bun Riders. The Red Rocks near Denver are breathtaking for tourists, but the steep, hard trail can leave a lot of bike riders gasping for breath. We're almost there. And that's exactly why Lou Cox loves it. For me, I felt better afterwards. Physically better. And mentally. Is this like a fountain of youth for you? For me. They call their club the Sticky Bun Riders. Because when they formed 15 years ago, they would end their rides at a bakery. The bakery closed, the weekly ride goes on through Denver's thin air at altitudes of five to 6,000 feet. Almost there. Most of the club's members are in their 60s or 70s, and their weekly bike ride stretches 27 miles. Luke Cox told Barry Peterson, I found out the secret of growing old is just not to die. But bicycling obviously helps. Yes. Lou's life was once sedentary. His truck driving job involved mostly sitting. 
12 years ago, after retirement, he saw his son's bike in the garage and took it for a spin. Now, he also rides a stationary bike three times a week and even rides his bike to the gym. It adds up to about 85 miles a week. Over the years, that adds up to enough miles to circle the globe. In total, I would say 25,000. How many more times around do you plan to ride the Earth? I want to ride till I just can't. But for now, there's no stopping Lou or the riders, living stronger than ever as the oldest and the fittest biker gang in all of Colorado. The Osgood File. I'll see you online at Facebook, Twitter, and at theosgoodfile.com. This is Charles Osgood. Financial advisors do not provide specific tax or legal advice, and this information should not be considered as such. You should always consult your tax or legal advisor regarding your own specific tax or legal situation. Asset allocation does not guarantee against loss. It is a method used to manage risk. And now back to Talk Money with your host, Jim Shoemaker. And welcome back. This is Talk Money. Getting help to invest and manage taxes, all those things are important. Protect your family. Maybe may be worth the cost. The financial world has gotten so complex. I've been doing this a long time, and it was not so hard 30, 35, 40 years ago. But today, you've got choices, complex technology, high stakes. I mean, it, you can't really get out there and make a lot of mistakes, but many people, as it has always been, prefer to do it yourself. Well, Sometimes working with a professional has potential to help. And, of course, the guidance comes with a cost. And what you have to make a decision, is that cost worth it? There is a personal decision that each individual needs to evaluate. And there are advantages to working with a professional. Well, my guest today, Jason Harrington, is going to kind of give us some guidance on why is it important to does a professional really add value? So let's start with you. Jason, welcome to the program, sir. Glad to be here. You know, it, it, it's a question that a lot of people ask, and we actually had this question asked several weeks ago, and I said, you know, we can we can do a whole 30-minute program on this because so many times it, it is a, am, am I getting, first of all, what I'm paying for? Sure. And number two is, uh, is it really worth it? Can I do this myself? I mean, there's so much technology out there. There's so much information. So... I want to find out, is it worth it? So let's start with this. What do you think a financial profession brings to the table? Well, you, you mentioned just a few minutes ago that there's so many choices, you know, so many, it's different from what, what it was 30 years ago. I've heard my, my dad talk about financial decisions that were made and his source for information was one person. I mean, yeah. it was either his dad or, you know, the, the people, the one person he would talk to. He didn't have the uh, the television muddy in the waters, didn't have the internet, didn't have the the vast amount of information that's available. So one of the things that that we tell our clients that we bring to the table is that we're there to serve as a filter for a lot of the the noise that's just out there uh, and available from an information standpoint. That's one big thing that we can bring to the table. You know, I think that is so critical because I know I know having done this a long time, and Jason, you know, it, the reality is. When the market's kind of rocking along pretty good, you know, it's uh, my grandson could be an advisor. Sure. I mean, you know, I say that right. tongue in cheek, but uh, but he's smart. Um, <laughs> of course he is. Yeah, of course right? he is. Yeah. My grandson. He's the smartest <laughs> kid around. <laughs> That's right. right. But the reality is, I mean, it's when the market begins to correct itself and we have corrections and we're going to have a correction. It's kind of like 
I know that what I bring to the table with that is I become a handholder. Sure. I mean, it's just helping somebody get through the emotion side of that. And uh, emotions, a lot of times, drives a person's decisions. And if I can keep them with their strategy and their plan, then I'm kind of accomplishing one of the basic fundamentals of what a pro brings to the table. The, the longer I've been in this business, the more I have seen the emotional drive behind investment managing in particular. I mean, you know, the big news last week, as you know, was the, the Dow, the big major indices that everybody looks at went over 25,000. And that can create, you know, a lot of excitement, you know, for some folks, it can create a lot of uh, speculation for other folks. And, you know, when, when you see the markets going way up, you have people that have a tendency to want to you know, now get interested in the marketplace. And when you see the investments start to go down or the markets start to go down, you have people who have a tendency that want to run away from that. And some of that up and down is very normal. And our job is to come alongside the, the client and help them understand that not to react uh, over when the market is going up and not to be, you know, overreactive when the market's going down because, uh, you know, market timing in that regard can be a real damaging, you know, uh, option. for. So products. let's talk about that. The first thing that you're saying that we could, that a pro brings to the table is investment guidance. Just I mean, that's, guidance. that's just pure guidance. And so you're keeping the balance so that a person doesn't get caught up, whether the market is up or down, it, that's not relevant. And so whether we're, you know, talking about the market, that's let's stay let's stay away from saying what it is doing, but the reality is it doesn't make any difference. Up or down, it is guidance to keep a person from getting caught up in that emotional side. And I think and fear and greed is and two greed. of the biggest emotions that a person fights when they're making investments. And one one of the basic ways to, you know, help manage your emotions through the ups and downs of market is to not just invest money but to invest money for something, um, to sit down with a professional and talk to them about why does this money exist? What's the purpose of this money? How are you going to spend it? What's your, uh, what's your time horizon? What is your real risk tolerance? We talk to clients all the time that, uh, of course, everybody wants to make money in their investments, but when you really start to unwind how they feel uh, when the market makes those the movements that it makes, you find that they're their risk tolerance is a little a little different than what they uh, what they think it might be. They think, oh, I can I like risk, and then they come to find out that they don't. So, well, I think that you're talking about this whole idea around discipline, a strategy, mm -hmm. helping a person develop a plan. They they sometimes always think they do, but I guess you know if you're evaluating things and you say, okay, I'm going to seek guidance. Is it worth it? You're looking for someone who's knowledgeable. You're looking for someone who's experienced some ups and downs in the market, who has the ability to understand that person, the person you're working with, both of them are working through that process of understanding that psychology of the, of the side. I mean, person, face it, a person can get caught up in numbers, but at the end of the day, sometimes that emotional, that psychology is what's driving them. Oh, absolutely. And, and I think that having an advisor that can articulate well in words and languages that uh, that you understand is important because there's a lot of big words out there and a lot of things that clients hear and having an advisor that can you know, really connect to you and understand what is 
your end game. What are you trying to accomplish? And be able to articulate things are, is is really the best person. That's an extremely important. We're going to take a break. I'm talking with Jason Harrington right now. We're talking about ways that a financial professional can add value to your portfolio. What are you looking for? Well, when we come back, I'm going to ask him one specific question. Uh, just exactly what does hand-holding mean when you're working with an investment professional? That's important. Stay with us. You're listening to Talk Money. If you have questions you'd like to have answered on the program, email them to talkmoney at shoemakerfinancial.com. We'll be right back with Talk Money after this. Despite its uniqueness, Memphis shares a great deal in common with its southern neighbor, Jackson, Mississippi. Founded within two years of each other, both cities were inseparable from the legacy of Andrew Jackson, who co-founded Memphis and in whose honor the new capital of Mississippi was named. Although, like Memphis, Jackson was founded on a river bluff, it is the only state capital to be built over an extinct volcano. Both cities were captured by Union forces in the early days of the Civil War, but Jackson bore the brunt of the fighting and was burned to the ground three times. The very few buildings that were left standing in the aftermath were for the most part either Union Army positions, including the Governor's Mansion, are structures used as civilian hospitals, such as Jackson City Hall. Today, Jackson is a regional medical hub known for many medical innovations, including the first successful lung transplant. This has been another Mid-South History Moment, brought to you by Shoemaker Financial. The Standard & Poor's 500, or S&P 500, is an unmanaged group of securities considered to be representative of the stock market in general. Index performance returns do not reflect any management fees, transaction costs, or expenses. One cannot invest directly in an index. Neither Securian Financial Services, Inc. nor Shoemaker Financial are affiliated with Chuck Wood. And now, back to Talk Money with your host, Jim Shoemaker. Welcome back. You're listening, of course, to FM 107.9 AM 990, The Voice. Talk radio for the Mid-South. This is Talk Money. I'm Jim Shoemaker, your host. My guest, Jason Harrington. We're talking about three three, four ways that a financial pro, professional, a pro, can really help you. Is it worth it? You pay this guy or gal, and the reality is, are you getting what you pay for? Well, I'm asking Jason some specifics, and we're talking about the first one. First one being investment guidance, and they can pick a portfolio, you know, they can help you develop a plan, and bottom line, they help you maybe stick to that and, you know, through the market up and down. So, But I kind of talked about literally what it means to, to hold your hand. I've done some of that where the market's plummeting and you just, it's scary, but you just kind of, you know, what do you do? And we don't have a philosophy of market timing because we've been there, done that, and that doesn't work long term. So we are long-term investors. So the reality is, how do you manage those ups and downs? So, Jason, what does hand-holding mean? Tell me about that. Well, first, understand that when you're when we're working with clients, we're not working with uh, our clients for two or three months. We're working for our clients over a very long, long, period. long period of time, their lifetime. And in a lifetime, there's a lot of stressful events that are going to go on, not just market-related events, but family events and you know, college and stuff. And what handholding is, it's about us coming along and providing that steadying, you know, peace of mind, that steadying uh, navigational piece to helping them work through not only the market ups and the markets downs, but just their life situations to stay on track to plan. 
you know, I'm, I'm, uh, remember back in 2008, I had not been in the business, but maybe five or six years at the time. And I remember, uh, us as a firm going through our handholding process with our clients to help them stay on course and understand that, yes, this is, uh, we don't want to see the market go that way, but we know that it will go that way, but it will also go the other way in time. And, and, uh, most of our clients that hung in there, they fared very, very well. Mm, that's true. So we're talking about navigating the, the market risk and all that about, you said it, having a strategy, a goal that you're really working for, how do you get through that? So number one thing that, the, you know, any, any pro, pro should do is to help with investment guidance. Absolutely. And that's what's the second thing you think that they should be looking for? I think a good investment, a good financial advisor is going to help you with your tax management. Just the... the I think uh, prior to this last tax change, and I don't know what has uh, what has changed after that, but there was a the the tax code was a big thick book. It was hard to navigate, and every investment decision that you make has some potential impending tax situation. And so, a good investment advisor or a good financial planner is going to be able to help you work through. So how those tax implications are going to affect you long term. Well, you know, we were the whole idea behind the new tax code is that we were going to have this ability to do our tax returns on a postage, you know, right. you know, postcard. So the reality is that's not the case. But now I need you to understand, we need to say this to everybody. We're not your tax preparer or your tax advisor. We look at it from when we're helping you make investments. We're looking at what the tax consequences, but we always say to you, go to your tax advisor, work through that process. We're just with you, helping you get through that that mindset and guiding you. And then when you sit down with your tax advisor, we help them provide, we provide as much as we can to give them the type of information that they're going to need. They help you manage your ongoing tax issues as part of your investment portfolio. Right. And there are so many different kinds of investments out there with you know, IRAs and 401ks and mutual funds and individual stocks and all of those things have different, you know, tax scenarios. And right. so a good financial advisor needs to know if, you know, how do, how does investing in your 401k versus investing in, uh, you know, a, a regular brokerage account affect me long term when I'm about to spend the money. Well, that's a great point. I guess the thought being is we need to know what tax loss harvesting is. I mean, the reality sure. is matching, of course, investment gains and losses. We do a lot of that, lot of that. at the end of the first, you know, at the end of a quarter. Uh, and so I think that's the reality is it's not so much advising somebody, but knowing how to help them through their tax problems or issues when it comes to their investment portfolio. Sure. And that's, that's and are they are they investing in places that could potentially reduce their tax right. uh, you know overall uh, not only their current income tax but uh that could help them to avoid capital gains and and uh and taxes on I their I think investment. it's important too Jason as we talk about this that the reality is there's so many and even with the new law that's supposed to give us a just to simplify everything, which right. we know that's almost an oxymoron, tax simplification, that doesn't, <laughs> doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. But, but the reality is the tax rules are so different, and a lot of things, you mentioned the 401k plan, you mentioned you know, even an IRA. So knowing the different tax benefits or, or penalties or whatever, sure. knowing that from a strategic standpoint of what you're going to do, you just need to have that potential ability to reduce taxes or at least plan taxes. And that is so much a part of any good 
financial planners work, financial advisors work, where he's helping the client understand the potential today and, and long term. And long term. Excellent. Excellent. What about, I, I like the third one, and we'll talk about this and we're going to take a break, but the reality is coming up, financial life. I mean, uh, sure. that's a big topic. So help me, kind of give me some insight of what we're talking about when I say, if a pro's really coming to the table, what's a financial life? Well, most of the decisions we we have a tendency to look at, most of our financial decisions are about the moment. You know, we pay our bills, we, you know, pay our house note, we buy groceries. But in a in your financial life, in a financial plan, every dollar that you either, uh, that you consume is a dollar taken away from something you could do long-term. And f- long-term financial decisions are not just about you and your spouse. Sometimes they're going to affect... Uh, your children, they're going to, financial decisions will affect your parents. Um, you know, they'll affect both up and generations up and generations down. So when we're looking at financial planning for life, we're looking at all of life's events, not just retirement, not just your bills, not just uh, a, an insurance policy, but we're looking at how all of your financial management will affect you, your spouse, your parents, your kids, your grandkids. And that that the breadth of that conversation is much deeper than how old do you want to be when you retire? (laughs) (laughs) When we come back, I want to dive into that just a little bit, because I think sometimes we throw this huge blanket. And yet I know there's so many integral parts to financial planning for life. And I want you to help me with that. Let's just go through that for our listeners. If you just tuned in, of course, you're listening to The Voice, FM 107.9 and AM 990, the talk radio for the Mid-South. This is Talk Money. I'm Jim Shoemaker, your host, my guest, Jason Harrington. We're talking about ways that a financial professional brings value to you in your financial life. When we come back, he's going to help us understand what it means financial planning for life. That's a big statement. Stay with us. We'll be right back. This is Talk Money. We'll be right back with Talk Money after this. Are you aging? Well, I am. This is Mac Bailey from the Bailey Law Firm. As we age, our concerns and needs change. An updated estate plan will give you peace of mind regarding your family and your future. Your will is about your wishes and not always about your wealth. What are your wishes? Please call us at 901-843-2760 or visit us at thebaileylawfirm.com. Again, this is Mac Bailey from the Bailey Law Firm telling you that today is the youngest you will ever be. Let us help you with your estate planning, elder law, and probate needs, it's what we do. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the internet's most beloved pets. With millions of YouTube views, shares, Instagram likes, followers, and fans across the globe. But what do all these amazing pets have in common? Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a shelter or adoptable pets near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard? Well, (laughs) that's entirely up to you. Visit theshelterpetproject.org and hear more about Hamilton the Pug, Toast, and Keyboard Cat's amazing adoption stories. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Your perfect pet is just a click away at theshelterpetproject.org. A public service announcement brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. And now back to Talk Money with your host, Jim Shoemaker. 
Welcome back. I'm Jim Shoemaker. We're talking with Jason Harrington, and he is the managing director at Shoemaker Financial. And we're talking about ways that a financial pro, a professional, can really add value to you, the the client, and why you should be looking at using one. And, of course, it costs money. You should know what you're paying for. And is it worth it? Is this personal decision that you make to have someone to work with you, how do you know that you're getting what you're paying for? And what are the advantages? To working with a professional. Well, we've talked about investment guidance. We talked about tax management. And Jason, you mentioned financial planning for life. That's right. such a big statement. Help me with this. Well, if you think about this, when a lot of the clients, when they come to see us and, and we work with some of the our younger advisors, they'll see a, a client who's 30 years old. And over the next 10 years, uh, if you think about that, in the next 10 years, they're going to have more, potentially more life change in that 10-year time frame, then they've experienced for the rest of their life combined. You know, they may get married, they may have a child, they may have another child, they Buy move their first a home, home. Yeah. Uh, they change jobs, uh, you know, uh, those are huge life events. And a, a real professional is committed to, to locking arms with that client and walking them through these childbirths and understanding how... Uh, taking on that responsibility is not just something that they do from a caregiver standpoint, but how does that impact them financially and buying their home? And so a true professional understands kind of the whole idea of this, the situation that a person's going through, helping a person's loved ones, managing all through that process where they're putting their will together, you know, helping them get an attorney, a professional, you know, brings this, I like it. I like to say it this way, an impartial perspective, you might say of, of looking at the family and say, you got to do this. You know, sometimes we have a tendency to only do those things that are fun and not take care of those things that may be tough or painful. The reality is a true professional has to have that perspective of looking at the big picture and maybe helping them make the tough decisions. Absolutely. And you've got to, you've got to sometimes just stare someone, you know, right in the eye and say, look, I'm going to give you guidance that's best for you and best for your children and best for your wife. I mean, you think about the the pre-retiree or the retiree when they right uh, they build this pattern in life between them and their spouse where one's going to East Memphis and one's going downtown and then over time that they've kind of developed this lunch pattern and this breakfast pattern and this coming home pattern and then all of a sudden that pattern's disrupted uh, and so it takes someone who can be a bit outside of that relationship to help them redefine who they're going to be. You know, that's so critical. I have held the hands of several widows in my career where when the the spouse, the husband, has passed away, and their comment being, Jim, we've known you for 20 years. It is, I'm so glad that it's you helping me through that process. And and helping, those are tough decisions sometimes. And yet, it's not like we're having to start afresh or a new relationship. It's been a relationship that's been working for life. Absolutely. You, you mentioned, you mentioned, uh, you know, widows and sometimes in, in life, things happen that are not the way you laid them out 10 years ago. You know, you have a, a spouse that dies unta- untimely and you experience death in the family. You have a child and you're excited about this child and, and you find out that there's some special needs involved with that child that you need to prepare for financially. And, you know, one of the blessings we have as an advisor is that we get to participate in helping our clients work through not only the the happy times, but sometimes the stressful times and emotional times. You know, I like that because really the, we, we talk about always creating a strategy, creating a plan, the whole reality. 
and yet we have to be flexible as we see those changes and as we go right. through that process. Let me ask you this. You're in charge of the manpower development at the office. Right. So you're constantly looking for people. If they're listening right now and they say, boy, I'd love to get in a career like that. What would you tell them? I'd tell them, come on. This, is, this has been a fun, fun ride for the last 17 years for me. I, I have so many relationships in the city that, that are not just acquaintances. I mean, we, we talk, we, we, we connect. I mean, uh, if you're a giver and you like to, to commit and help people, uh, this is a great career for you. If you're an entrepreneur and you like to work, uh, this is a great career for, for anyone out there listening that would, that would like to, to learn more. Jason, you've done a great job. We've talked about, is it worth hiring a pro? And the financial pro, do they add value? They go to cost. So knowing, is, are you getting what you're paying for? Well, we've talked about investment guidance. We've talked about tax management. Then financial planning for life. And that was great. I appreciate you saying that. Staying on track. And that's keeping that strategy, knowing there's going to be changes. 757-5757 if you want to talk to Jason Harrington. Jason, thanks for being with the program. Thank you for having me. I always enjoy it. You know, it's, uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Thank you for being a part of today's program. I'm Jim Shoemaker. You're listening, of course, to The Voice, FM 107.9, AM 990, talk radio for the Memphis and the Mid-South. This is Talk Money. Jim Shoemaker and Jason Harrington are registered representatives and investment advisor representatives of Securian Financial Services, Inc., securities dealer, member FNIRA, SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Shoemaker Financial is independently owned and operated and is not affiliated with any of the companies mentioned in this show. Talk Money is produced by Greg Ratliff. Guest and content coordination, Francis Fortner. Production assistant, Eleanor Moskovitz. Compliance officer, Tommy Armstrong. Mid-South History Moment, Rebecca Brashear and Drew Johnson. We'll see you next week on Talk Money.